0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 36 of Utopia to Me with me, your host, Chris Locke. How's it going? Uh, Good morning. It's a morning for me while I record this right now, so I don't know what time of day it is for you, but whatever. I'm going to say good morning on this podcast, all right? So no matter where you are, if it's midnight, if it's 7 p.m., who cares, man? Crack an egg and pretend it's morning because eggs are morning. Ah, uh, yeah that's my opinion but listen to this this episode is awesome because uh joe DeRosa, um american comedian from new uh come up in new york now living in la was swinging by toronto to do a weekend of shows and they were a ton of fun i got to host for one of them and they were great he's hilarious he's the guest today and uh also check this out man the guy's on better call saul what kind of how gig you can't get better than that gig And uh, also, he's just killing it with stand-up all around. Uh, He's uh, funny, so it was a really fun show. But mostly, uh, you will see... I don't want to ruin it totally, but basically, uh, Joe's utopia is to be Han Solo. So basically, what I really like about this episode is it's Joe uh, basically freaking out about Star Wars. So you want to hear some crazy Star Wars stuff and more? Here we go. It's going to be the best, but remember... Before you even like get ready to listen to this and uh, sit back, man, crack an egg, pretend it's morning, even if it's nighttime, wherever you are, turn all the lights on. I don't know why I'm obsessed with it being the morning, but that's just, uh, I'm, I'm fixating. I got OCD, maybe. Nah, I don't want to insult people that really have OCD, and then they're like, ah, you don't have OCD. Give me a break. You're just being a goof. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe that's my thing. I'm a goof. Alright, this is Joe DeRosa. It was a blast hanging out with him and chatting. You guys are going to love it. Enjoy. Alright, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I just hit it, and then we go. (laughs) We're going. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Good, thanks for having me. Well, thanks uh, so much for coming on. So, uh, people listening, um, this is Joe DeRosa, who's from now in L.A. Yes. But came up in New York. Uh, yeah, I started in Philly. Oh, started in Philly. Okay, and then well, I was there for a very
1: short period, about two, maybe under two years, probably, and then I went to New York. The bulk of the uh, the bulk of the come up was New York. Yeah, about that ten years or so in New York.
0: It seems like everyone's leaving New York for LA now. There's even like articles about it and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think uh,
0: <clears throat> like a mass exodus.
1: There is, I, you know, it's funny. I at first at first i really missed new york and uh i hadn't really quite established my la life yet and uh i thought about all the time going back and the more i thought about it, the more i was like i don't have a lot of friends back there anymore yeah you know and the friends that i do have back there a lot of them are in like serious relationships and they're not fun yeah or they're getting married or they have (laughs) kids now or whatever so i was like the fuck am I gonna do? Like as a bachelor, like yeah. moving back to New York, I, all my friends seem to live out here now in L.A. Yeah. So I kind of that kind of helped with everything, you know. But I, that, that's definitely a transitional period. I think New York has changed quite a bit, and I think L.A. has too. Yeah, and I think there are pros and cons on both sides of it, but you know, L.A. certainly is a much cooler uh, and uh, fruitful. Comedy scene yeah. to offer now than it used to.
0: I was just there in March um, for a while, and uh, I only started going about three years ago to do shows and stuff. And I, I've already noticed like a, a huge change just in since like 2012. Yeah, it's
1: really yeah. it's really pretty great. It's funny. All my New York friends will be like, "Do you, do you ever get on stage?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude." Yeah. I'm like, "It's not like it used to be. It's not like you get one show a week." I'm like, "Dude, I get up." five six times a week if yeah. I want to it's like I I don't need to get up any more than that man like that's you know.
0: something I worry about too because Toronto's like the best in Canada because we all filter here yeah and you can do like two to three shows a night almost New york style yeah and uh, yeah I worry about that but then the ones in LA are just more valuable because people go out to those shows like well, the industry goes to those shows and so, stuff
1: yeah sometimes that's true but yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this I think they're more valuable for a, a different reason I think the reason la shows are a little more valuable to me than New York shows were was because there is a little bit more of a limited supply of them I think you can take stage time for granted and it becomes right. like uh, you know it becomes like uh like well like everything else has become it's just this this overabundance of everything and then you know it's like i love netflix i love it but i certainly don't appreciate watching a movie as much as i used to yeah because i'm just like "Eh, next 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 you know like so that's true so you know it there's a good side and a bad side to everything i think that's the unfortunate side to a ton of stage time is you start to not appreciate it as much yeah. You know, and then you're on. You find yourself. Yeah, and you on got stage. a rep,
0: and you're going up there, just kind of dicking around, like yeah, and you're just kind of <laughs> like,
1: oh, who cares? And I'll yeah, have another did, show like, in an hour. I don't give a shit. And
0: I did the know. cabin last year, actually, and uh, I kind of went in and out of material on that show, and uh, and local guys were like, man, you know, you got to like take advantage of the time, like just hit your material, like because everybody, you know, like New York guys. But that said was New that. York, yeah, really. Yeah, and I was like, well, I was kind of riffing because the audience was a little lame. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I was trying to get them going, but... That was just one show. I don't know if it's... all. It's not always like that, obviously. I don't think
1: that's bad. I just... I would have shows, though, in New York sometimes where I would be like... I'd literally say on stage... Yeah. It wouldn't be going that well, and they'd be like, guys, I don't give a shit. I have another show in an hour. I don't fucking care. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I would just throw it. Yeah. Because I just was like, I don't fucking care. I'm not, you know... And, and I, after a while, I realized, like, that's not good to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, L.A., it's like I, I kind of like if you only have one spot in a night and it's, you know, you have 10 minutes or whatever, and it's like I, go, I, I do the spots when I need to do them. It's like I have stuff I need to work on, and I go, and I work on it. I've written material just because I had a spot. Like, I'd be like, I have a spot tonight. I don't have anything – that's not working that well right i should write a new thing and like i'll write it and yeah. then like go and like you get a new bit out of it sometimes sometimes you don't but yeah you know like uh so i you know anyway, that's just my
0: that's my full take on it when we did that show like you uh i don't even know if we met fully but we both did this show sleepaway camp last year yeah um had you moved there yet like, yeah i was living there it was oh, okay. one of the first shows i did in, LA, yeah, in that th- big theater Yeah, i think yeah um and now you're in Toronto doing some shows this weekend. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. is this your first time here?
1: Uh this is my third time here. Oh yeah. For yeah.
0: stand up? Yeah. Oh cool. Where else yeah. have you played?
1: Uh I was here over the summer for JFL 42. Oh yeah. Uh that was a lot of fun. And oh, uh and then I was here before that cuz Rob Yeah, uh, Rob Mayu uh, brought me up for a show yeah um but i can't remember the venue was
0: that this sp- that was the did they smoke pot in the venue no okay no it was a while ago
1: some <laughs> yeah. little like art space
0: oh okay in toronto in uh-huh. a
1: in a very like new yorky section of toronto it
0: felt very brooklyn-y i can't remember where oh, it, maybe was. it was actually on the Ossington or something but yeah okay
1: but uh, it was fun, I remember that show we walked cool. we after the show we the show was really fun, and the fans were great, and the other comics were great. Graham K was on it, and he's an
0: old friend of mine,
1: yeah, me too, yeah, and uh he's,
0: like, he's out in l a now too yeah, he is it's, yeah,
1: in fact, he texted me last night and he was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, oh, I'm in Toronto actually. oh <laughs>
0: you should tell him you did this uh i will he, he's done this yeah, I will, but yeah, so he
1: uh he uh he was on the show, and uh you know we did the the show was fun, and then we walked to this bar and i remember the bar was really cool but i just remember walking to it and passing these cool spots and i was like i like this place man this is yeah. cool like this is a cool city and then when i came back for jfl 42 i really got to experience it and yeah was that, like,
0: that fest is
1: awesome yeah i was like i man, i'd live here if i could
0: yeah well i'm from here and i'm working on my green card stuff for the states but it's hard like it's a it is a comfort zone it, it's kind of I feel like it's like Chicago or San Francisco to a degree, like good yeah. scenes, good cities. But if you really want to make it, you just got to move a little bit. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, theoretically. Yeah. Theor- it depends. It depends on what your definition of You can live off of, of it is.
0: here, but yeah, it's, you know, if you're really ambitious, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, you know, I don't know. I have mixed emotions about all that stuff. like. Does it matter? I'm starting to myself too. Yeah, I think, I think it's,
0: it's age. I think we're around the same age. How old are you? Uh, Thirty-seven. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. So it's yeah. Around you, this age, you're like, man, I'm cruising. Whatever. Yeah.
1: Just, <laughs> I just I don't know, man. Like the, the like I've I, I you know I I try to do as many ambitious things as I can, but yeah. but, but like. Because I want to do them, you know. Like it's like I want to yeah. sell a TV show, be- not because like, oh, I want to be on TV. It's like I, I, I have projects that I believe in. Yeah, and I'd like to get them made, and that I would know be very cool. But like, you know, like, yeah, the more the more I learn about all of it, the more I'm just like, my God, like, does does any of it matter? I don't yeah, know. No, like, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You scored a sweet gig recently. I saw you on Better Call Saul. Yeah, it was fun. Mike's hookup man. That was fun. That's huge. Yeah, I was really <laughs> crazy. Yeah.
1: I was surprised to have gotten that. <laughs> what's the uh Yeah,
0: what's his name? Jonathan Banks. What's the vibe like being in the room with him working? Like is he just intense or what?
1: He's super
0: nice, man. Yeah. He's
1: super nice. If you listen to him on like podcasts and stuff, he's really he's really nice and he's funny yeah. and he's
0: personable and well, I saw a clip of him tearing up when he knew he was leaving Breaking Bad. Yeah. So you could tell he was like a softy, off out of character, yeah.
1: He's a great dude. We're from sort of the same area, uh, oh, cool. and uh so we kind of bonded on that a little bit and um he's just a cool guy. He's funny, man. He's really yeah. funny. And he knows like how to turn on that like that callous like Mike energy to in a to be funny like in yeah, right. conversation. So it's like I like I like him. He'll like Sweet. break your balls a little bit. You know, <laughs> he's a, he's a good dude, man. Yeah, he's a
0: really good dude. Seems like Vince Gilligan likes comedians on the show. It seems that way. So it I seems think that you're in way. Like a good good little group there. Yeah, they the, they've uh, had a yeah. lot
1: of comics on. I know, you know, obviously Burr was on, and uh, yeah, and they had uh Josh Fadem on, and yeah. um who else? There's been a bunch well, of
0: people. Bob Odenkirk is like the well, star though, of this duh, one. Jesus, now.
1: yeah, I keep, <laughs> I keep forgetting that. Like. I know
0: because he's transitioned so well yeah. and he's just being amazing, uh, yeah. amazing actor. Yeah, but uh,
1: Odenkirk wasn't Coleman. Was was it Coleman Green? Who else? There's another. I don't know who that is. Or Lavelle Crawford. It was no Lavelle. Craw- Wait, Lavelle. I think it was Lavelle. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, but there have been a shitload of comedians.
0: Oh, the, the guy who was Saul's like security guy in breaking bad wasn't he a stand-up or something i think so yeah
1: yeah i'm foggy well, there you go <laughs> i'm foggy on it right
0: now yeah it's okay we don't really need to figure out people listening can go on imdb there's if they so want. many characters <laughs> yeah
1: we actually it's funny is we did a monologue about when i i wrote for uh pete holmes at a talk show on tbs mm-hmm. and uh i wrote for it but we did a monologue about about tv About starting a new TV show, how impossible it is. Yeah, because there's so many characters, and we talked about like, I think it was, I think it was, what were the shows? I think we talked about Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and uh, um, I can't remember what the third show was, but it was just like we, it was, I just, it was one of my favorite monologues to write on because it was just, it was so true, and it was like so. So how I felt about so many TV shows where yeah. like, the second season would be starting, and people were like, "You have to watch it," <laughs> And then like I'd be like, "I don't know where to start, man. Like, I remember like watching I remember reading the last Harry Potter book because I wanted to know what happened yeah. so badly, and I didn't read the other books, <laughs> and uh, I remember reading it with my IMDB open. Yeah, because it was so many fucking characters. Yeah, you're like we okay, talked yeah. about that in the in the monologue. We talked about Lord of the Rings. Oh, Game of Thrones. That was the main show. Oh we talked yeah, about. that's was insane. Saying, yeah, he was saying people. It was it was mostly Game of Thrones, and then the joke was that his space was already taken up by the Breaking Bad and Mad Men characters, and he <laughs> didn't have room for any more characters.
0: Yeah, and they all had beards. They all had, like, uh, fur coats on. Like, who the hell? Why is this another guy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't yeah. keep track. And there's more characters coming out now, more and more. It's insane. Yeah. So. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so stand-up's like you're basically just living off stand-up too, right? And that's acting. My,
1: that's my job, I mean. Yeah, you, know, you have three albums out? Four albums out? Four. Yeah. This hour I'm doing, Yeah. this weekend up here is my fifth hour. Oh, uh, sweet. So that'll be, well, I shouldn't say that. My fourth album was like a a B B-Sides collection, so this is my fourth hour. Um, But it'll be my fifth album. Yeah, I saw eventually. that one
0: online today. You're open with like i might be recording a cd and the crowd's like yeah and you're like ah, maybe though you know i don't yeah. know like,
1: they're like oh yeah that was from the first <laughs> time i ever tried to record an album yeah and it was
0: not going great for the first oh, yeah?
1: like 10-15 t- minutes
0: was it not at a comfort zone kind of club like just a random club or? i went to atlanta to do it yeah which i love atlanta
1: I usually have fun shows down there but it was my first time ever performing in atlanta and I just the first like ten or fifteen minutes wasn't hitting yeah. it's was probably my fault. I just don't think I was comfortable and uh and I just uh and that and I remember that. I got to like the fifth joke and I said that and I was like, um I might be recording <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then it took off and there actually a lot of the album is from that. Nice. Like there's a lot of
0: like fun stuff. And I wouldn't have called, ever put it B-sides. out.
1: As, I think that's so funny. It's called Mistakes Were Made the B sides. Oh mistakes were made the yeah. B sides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's great. No other comedian's ever done that, I don't think. Yo, let's, I called it... Yeah, I I don't think so. Or, like, I guess, like, old record companies would rip off random Richard Pryor stuff and put it yeah. out randomly. But yeah. that's
1: about it. No
0: one said, here's some, some of my stuff. Eddie Murphy put out unreleased stuff on his Greatest Hits album. Oh, yeah? Um, but... Is My Girl Likes to Party all the time on that? No, it's his <laughs> greatest hits of comedy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you never but, know.
1: Yeah, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's... Uh, i don't know i i just my whole take with it was i love i love b-sides yeah and i remember gangstar put out um this this double album called full clip yeah and it was a best of and it had
0: some of their sh- best jams are on there yeah it was all yeah. their
1: best songs but then it had shitloads of b-sides on it too
0: which was awesome all for the cash yes. That's my jam yeah
1: unreleased <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and I went. They were did a signing at Tower Records in Philly, and I went because I was such a big fan, and I wanted to meet them. Yeah. And I have I got it autographed. But I remember saying to DJ Premier, I'm like I, I remember saying like, hey man, I'm like a true like music head. Like I thank you for putting on the B sides on it, man. Yeah. And he was like, oh dude, I love B sides. And I was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like... I remember that in that moment, I was like, oh, this is like a thing.
0: Holy shit. Like, people like... So somewhere in the seed of your B-Side album (laughs) is DJ Premier saying, I love B-Sides. Yeah, because I... And he gave you that, like, unconscious motivation. Yeah, like... From DJ fucking Premier. Up
1: until that point, (laughs) I swear to God, I thought it was like a rock thing.
0: Yeah. Because, Because rock... Like punk bands and stuff. Well, all those 12 inches in the late or like early 90s hip hop, like they all had rare, like weird tracks that throw away tracks. Yeah, they were sometimes
1: the best. Like remixes and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and like sometimes, yeah, sometimes like a non album track or whatever. Yeah. You know, or like they'd have the acapellas or whatever. And I like that stuff. But I always thought the B side culture was like, yeah. was like a rock thing because if i worked in a record store and all the imports were rock imports yeah so they'd have like a nirvana or a bad religion or or faith no more or something cd maxi single from from europe England or japan something. or something yeah, yeah. and there'd be an unreleased song on it and live tracks and whatever and it was yeah. predominantly rock so so when he said that i was like this isn't a rock thing this is like a music thing like people like this yeah, and it stuck it did stick stick in my head and then eventually I had all this extra material like laying around that never got released and that was recorded and I was gonna do a sketch and stand up al- I was gonna do a sketch album that had stand up clips connecting the sketches
0: did you do sketch back in the day or no, you, no? which Just, is why I
1: didn't end up doing a sketch <laughs> album yeah, okay. cause the, I was like <laughs> oh that'll be fine and then the more I thought about it I was like wait a minute I think this is gonna be hard like, <laughs> yeah um so I ended up not doing that, and well, and and as I was cutting the stand-up clips, I was just trying yeah. to pull stuff. I, I was like, "Fuck, man! There's like an album's worth of shit here." And then there was great. two CDs, and I was like, well, "Let's just do a B sides."
0: Right Next here. time you do an interview, and they're like, "What? Who's are your influences?" Just be like DJ Premier, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DJ Premier and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Well, uh, uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on. We're gonna. You, I told you about the premise last night. Yeah. It's called Utopia to me. A lot of comedians have done it so far. It's still new. I started it in September, but it's fun. So we talk about what your perfect utopian world would look like. What do you think about that? Is that sound like something you want to do right now? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Sure. So I you have you thought about it at all? Probably not, right? You just got Yeah? yeah? Do you have any ideas without I, I can ask you questions, but if you have any ideas you want to say first? I lived in my utopia. You did? Yeah. Where?
1: Uh when I lived in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, oh yeah. Uh before I moved to New York, I mean before I moved to LA. Oh, yeah. Um that was, I literally used to say to people, they would say how do you like living in Williamsburg because I was only there for about 6 months. Yeah. And they would say how do you like w- living Willi- Williamsburg and I would say every time I literally feel like Walt Disney came to me and said, <laughs> "We're going to create a park based on what you like." Yeah. And it's Williamsburg. Yeah. It was
0: it was perfect. What era, Williamsburg? Like recent, like it was more recent than later, but it like was it was this uber hip Williamsburg at that point. Still, right? <laughs> it
1: wasn't. It was. It was the the true like what would be considered the sort of tried and true hipster dumb of Williamsburg had moved on to Bushwick, right?
0: Okay, uh, so a few so, years ago.
1: Yeah. So so Williamsburg at the time that I moved in were a lot of people like me they were people in their 30s yeah that didn't want to get married yet and weren't necessarily settling down and still liked to go out and have fun and still had interests that i think in a lot of other neighborhoods would be written off as young people interests yeah you know so uh, it was great there were amazing record stores i love yeah. music i love buying music uh
0: so music is huge. It's in a this huge world. part of my life. Yeah. yeah so, so what's your favorite all-time music? All-time, mu- like genre? Or, yeah, maybe like a few bands if you could think of.
1: I'd say rap is probably my favorite genre ever.
0: Yeah. Um, but are you like me? Because we're the same age. Are you like you dip in and hear some of the new stuff, but it's just won't ever get you like the old stuff. Um, the new stuff. I mean, rap is so big now that like. There are sub-genres, you yeah. know, like... And it's like what happened with rock, so... Well, the indie backpack rap of, like, the early 2000s got lame by the mid-2000s, but now it's kind of all right, because I guess, like, Run the Jewels is, like, LP and Killer Mike. Right. You know, like, there's... And, like, they get sh- props from, like, every... Like, it's just... It's, it's sort just, of like comedy where there's no alternative comedy per se yeah. anymore either. It's just all blended into this new wave. Yeah, of, like, it's... Yeah, it's it's... It's crazy how
1: how big those guys are uh, yeah I yeah know. that's insane. insane i didn't realize i how think big that's pitchfork a lot of that is pitchfork
0: yeah so and also just killer mike being so amazing
1: yeah they're great man they're those guys are both great like that's they're they're a really great group so like you know yeah. that's an example of a new thing that i that i have a lot of respect for and yeah and like and but um, you what? know, but like anything else, man. Most of the sh- it's like any other music. Most of the shit that gets nominated for Grammys, I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, occasionally, you know, a Run the Jewels or an Eminem or or somebody like that. I that I really like or a Dre or whoever. You know, get through and and get nominated. But yeah. like, it's usually fucking Macklemore and yeah, and uh, is he Iz- Iggy Azalea?
0: Whatever. I think it's name funny it is. that Macklemore won last year or whatever. And uh, where is he sort of type of thing. And then, you know, Kendrick's second, our main album is just fucking incredible. Like, w- Kendrick's really good. world changing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kendrick's
1: really good. So he's a new guy I like. I like Joey Badass a lot. Yeah. Um, it's weird now because guys like Joey Badass are doing, are almost, are doing like almost throwback to the 90s because yeah. they... That's what they grew up on. I, I mean, I grew up on it too. But he's significantly younger than I. And then the way they're trying to bring back like
0: a New York sound, right? Yeah, which I mean, which, which is I guess like really
1: a, interesting to hear that '90s sound come back again because I that's a very distinct sound. Yeah. Um, but I love hip hop, man. I love. I mean, if you look at my Spotify playlists, it's mostly hip hop. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I mean, I love. Okay, I will look huh uh, yes i will look yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so utopian work or where we, do you want to keep talking about rap or go back to the utopian? i love thing? it all okay uh, we're learning about you no matter what but yeah so there's rap all over this your utopian world predominantly yeah you mentioned well, music stores music, music stores. stores okay like old vinyl and stuff like whatever cds vinyl whatever. man whatever and you said something about people like in the area that you like that didn't want to get married yet are you still like that uh i'm I'm not like relationships in this like this is your it's not williamsburg per se say you're building your own perfect utopian world yeah sure what are relationships like then uh they're not annoying
1: (laughs) you know there (laughs) are people that are in relationships (laughs) that are fun to hang out with yeah and people that aren't that are fun to hang out with so you've been in some that are just fucking annoying and you're like I just can't stand when like somebody gets in a relationship and that relationship defines them and they lose their identity right and who they are and and they just aren't fun anymore. You know, it's like it's like you can have s- no kids, you could have a gaggle of kids. You could be single or you could be married. Uh, whatever it is, just still be fun, man. Yeah. You know, and like that's what I would say th- the attractive thing to me about Williamsburg was the fact that so many people were in my position, but it wasn 't like, of course, as a single man you 're like, "Ooh, single girls, you know what I mean, yeah, so that yeah. was great, yeah uh, too, but like so it was a good place to be single because you didn 't feel alone, so of course, as a single man, i'd want to be around more single people than couples because if you 're around just couples it 's not your utopia anymore because yeah. then you 're the course. outsider, yeah, but at the same time it 's like. The only reason I appreciated, or one of the reasons I appreciated there being so many single people around, wasn't like, oh, because single people are better. It was just like, yeah, we've been like run off into this like cult, yeah, where it's like, if if you're past a certain age and you're single, like if people look at you like there's something wrong with you. And it's like, no, man, I, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as I'm having a great fucking time. I'm trying to Clooney this thing. You know, like I'm having fun, you know? Yeah. And it's like when it's time to settle down, I will. And until then, like, no apologies for not. That's you know? got to be
0: the name of this next hour. I'm trying to Clooney this thing. <laughs> One of my favorite jokes
1: ever was about him. Yeah. And I stopped doing it because he got married. I think he's getting divorced now.
0: But Really? I don't know. The tabloid said he was. I, who knows if it's true. But people, someone was... A couple people were adamant to me that he was gay, but that's such a Hollywood thing. That That was my joke. Oh, okay. I was like,
1: I was like, yeah. I love George Clooney, and I, I love I love how everybody's always like, he's gay, you know? And I'm like, why is he gay? And people are always like, oh, uh, 50 years old, still single, that means he's gay. And I was like, no, that means he's owning
0: crushing ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's I think I know it. that joke. I think I've heard that joke, maybe. That was a joke I used to say. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's not... But yeah. I, I love that about him. I love that he's like go yeah. fuck
0: yourselves. I'm yeah. running shit. I'm handsome as hell. Yeah,
1: I'm like this generation's Bogart. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's not a he's not a pig. He's not a sexist. He's not a misogynist. He's just a dude having a great time. So
0: in your utopian world, you are cloning this thing. Are you single oh, now? I didn't now? know we could go that far. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I thought you can I just, make this
0: up I'll, like I thought I could just create the environment. Uh no, it's we just don't it doesn't even have to be planet Earth, man. Like I want this to get this gets silly.
1: Oh, this can get as weird as we want it yeah, to. Yeah,
0: and we're only 25 minutes in. That's not bad. You can right. you can go nuts. Well then, Did you, you know who I, Matt Kershen is? Matt uh, Kershin, yeah, British yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah. He when he did this recently once he started realizing all the capabilities that he could make up he literally blew his mind on the podcast you have to listen to it it's super funny
1: yeah i mean yeah. i would imagine so
0: i thought we had to keep it within like believable nah, like it gives a shit man oh well then fuck williamsburg man. <laughs> but you but it's okay because we established vibes you like that's what vibes I'm saying. yeah but yeah, yeah. i mean
1: fuck all that i'd ditch all of it <laughs> to live in the star wars universe <laughs> and be a jedi knight yeah that's that would be my utopia Amazing! I want to be a Jedi Knight in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> a
0: single Jedi Knight that cruises to rap music, like in your yeah, Ash sure fighter.
1: I I've always wanted a Chewbacca. Yeah, always. It's part of why I got a dog. <laughs> That's the closest I could come to having. a What is a it Chewbacca. like a chocolate
0: lab or something? <laughs> no, he's,
1: he's bone white, but uh, uh. I mean, but like I, he's a. It's a male dog. Yeah, you know, he's like he like he's kind of a lap dog. But he's got energy, so he's cuddly and like defensive of me. Yeah, or you know, so like it kind of feels like a Chewbacca a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's as close as I could ever come to it. Can he do the life. noise
0: a little bit? Does he go Rrr, like a little bit?
1: Uh, he doesn't do that noise, but he'll go like that. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's Chewy. <laughs>
0: it's my Chewy. And you're like, I know, buddy. I'm worried too. I'm scared. I talk to him like he's a, <laughs> like he's a person, like you're on solo. So in your utopian world, you're sort of like this. Clooney-esque Han Solo, sort of.
1: Yeah. I mean, Clooney could have played Han Solo, right? He could have. Theoretically.
0: Hey, did, in that new trailer, um, did you lose it when uh, he goes, we're home, Chewie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me I
1: lost my shit. I mean, I, <laughs> given the fact that I was driving to the airport when that trailer was released online, and I pulled over on the shoulder of a highway to watch it yeah. <laughs> because I couldn't wait to watch it. Yeah, yeah and then huge. when I realized hims. The first time I watched it, I didn't realize where they were. Yeah, and then the second time I watched it, I was like, "Holy shit!" They're he's saying that because they're on the Millennium yeah. Falcon. Yeah, like exactly. What does that mean? Like they're gonna that yeah. means they're like reclaiming the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, they're I know. Home. Like, like there's
0: so many theories online, and I'm reading all of them. Yeah, I have a theory of my <laughs> own. Let Can we do it here? Let's do it. fucking Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'll talk about
1: Star Wars all day. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Uh. Don't tell me the other theories online though. Okay. Because I don't want to know anybody else's theory. Yeah. I have my own theory, and I can kind of like I, I don't yeah. blab it out to people. If nobody wants to hear it, I won't say
0: it. I want to hear it. But um but I don't want to read anybody else's
1: because I'm too afraid to say it. When I promote right. this,
0: I'll say if you don't want to hear Joe DeRosa's <laughs> possible spoiler. This is what I think. Yeah. I think <clears throat> that they're gonna
1: find Han like like th- he is not going to be with princess leia anymore yeah i think the whole premise of this movie is going to be like they thought they destroyed the empire they didn't it came back it kicked the shit out of them things are bad like shit is fucked up uh luke is often hiding because i think they're going to take like a- Obi one styles well, yeah, but I, I, I really think they're going to take a page from the comics and the books and everything with like Luke becoming afraid that he was going to get too powerful and he right. was going to turn to the dark like side, the so, he, so he just, re, just kind of resigned and went away, and I feel like him resigning and going away started a chain reaction that let the Empire grow and the Sith come back and everything, you know? Yeah. That's my first theory. I like that. Under that umbrella... I think that, like, one of the byproducts of that was, like, that shit went to pieces between Han and Leia. I think they're going to find Han in, like, a fucking bar somewhere. Like, I think he's going to be a scoundrel again. Yeah. And I think they're going to, fu- and they're going to be like, w- I think the whole, I think the whole plot of the movie is going to be them being like, we have to fucking find Luke Skywalker. We yeah. know he's alive. We have to find him. Yeah. Because he's the only one that can help us, like, stop this new threat. And,. I think Leia's going to be like, yeah, I know who can probably find him for you. And they're going to go get Han. Jeez, and, this is pretty good. And he's not going to have... And completely reasonable. Yeah, and he's and I think he's not going to have the ship anymore. Yeah. Because...
0: He lost in a bet. Or- for
1: whatever reason, but here's the thing. Well, people have said that the bet thing to me. Yeah, I don't think that's what it is. They're on that ship in that trailer with their guns out. Yeah. And they're recreating the classic... Han and Chewie shot from the original Star Wars yeah and he's got his pistol and Chewie's got his crossbow I think the Empire has the Millennium Falcon in a compound or something and they got to fucking shoot their way in because why would they have their guns out on their own ship so whatever it is, they have to get into the ship and get it back. He gets in. He's like Chewie, we're home. They're excited, and then they take off and get pursued. And that's why in the trailers, there's all those shots of the Tie Fighters chasing them. Yeah, I think the ship's going to be in like some kind of Imperial junkyard on the desert planet. This new desert planet they're <laughs> talking about, and that's why they're chasing him. This is amazing. I, I'm. I, I would. I would bet money that that that. I just got psyched about the
0: trailer. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Me too. Yeah. But this is amazing. I uh, think about Star But there Wars is so one much. scene in the trailer. Okay, so um I forget what the black guy's character is supposed to be, but he looks like he doesn't want to be a stormtrooper, right? Right. And then there's a shot of like a ship on in like the Empire or whatever it is now. I think it's called the It's called something else now, but it's shooting other ships of its kind. Yes. Like I think he escapes yeah so the tie
1: fighter is like pulling up and shooting at, other tie fighters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no I yeah, I think that's he, probably him like hijacking a ship and being like I'm fucking out of
0: here. But but he might have been a stormtrooper and then saw too much evil and was like fuck this. Yeah, I
1: yeah. definitely think the empire I don't I, I I retract one of my earlier statements. I don't think the empire kept just kept going. I think they put a I think they knocked it off its feet. Yeah. And slowly over time
0: it, so who's this other it, Sith it, guy it now, like the back. Adam Driver character? His name's
1: Kylo Ren. I don't yeah, know Kylo who Ren. the fuck he is, but I think he's going to be awesome. He's got a cool mask. Yeah, and I <laughs> love that his name's Kylo Ren. It's not Darth, yeah. whatever. I like that it, yeah, the, yeah. they said that the Empire isn't called the Empire anymore. It's called the First Order.
0: Yeah, and I the like Rebellion's that, called the Resistance.
1: Yeah, like I, I like that there's like a whole... They're, the names are different for everything. Like That, to me, speaks to it sneakily comes back yeah it's not like the empire just kept going it fell and then it slowly grew back right why did it grow back because people weren't keeping it in check why aren't people getting it in check because luke's not there luke was supposed to be the leader of you know the keepers of peace yeah and he goes away well why does he go away Cause he's fucking afraid he's going to turn to the dark side, dude. He's got that fucking black robot hand in the trailer, man. His
0: flesh is gone, man.
1: You know, well, yeah. well, that's the hand he got chopped off.
0: I know, but I mean, covering that hand. Yeah, yeah. he
1: doesn't have that that fake. Yeah, the fake yeah, yeah. skin on it anymore. Yeah. So it's like he's he's got the mask of Vader, like clearly as a reminder of like this is where it all leads. You know, like there's some there's some shit happening. Oh, I man. forgot
0: about that. The melted mask.
1: Yeah. There's there's. There's some. I think this is going to be a
0: dark movie. It's going to be heavy. It's good though, because Empire was dark, and that was the best one.
1: Well, Kevin Smith said that it it felt very Empire, like the stuff he saw, and um, he uh, also too. The other thing I'm excited about is that J. J. Abrams said um, he asked Harrison Ford. Not to do, like, the growly delivery he's been doing and everything. (laughs) he And he said Harrison Ford said okay. And he said he, he, like, it's like a much more, like, twinkle in the eye, like, enthusiastic Harrison Ford performance. Like, which is so fucking awesome, man, that he's going to be like like Han, you know?
0: Yeah, it's like, remember when you weren't mega famous? Act like that. Yeah. Yeah. And just super high all the time. That was the
1: one. I kind of...
0: I'm going to get I get so much shit. So just for this. wait for one sec. Yeah. People listening that you do listen to this sometimes cuz you like listening to other people's idea of what a utopian world would be like. We are taking a break right now with that cuz I love Star Wars too. So this is great. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So what were you going to say?
1: I uh, I get sh- <laughs> I get shit for it all the time
0: because I, I like No, it's fine. I'm way into it.
1: Well, I like the prequels. I like Crystal Skull. Like I I am a kid at heart, so I like all that shit. The one, one Oh, the... do
0: you like Crystal Skull? Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, I liked it. They had there's rumors of a reboot. Did you know that? Yeah, there are. They they, they confirm that they are going to do it. They are just you haven't. S- <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: they just haven't said yet that uh, they 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 haven't confirmed yet whether it's a reboot or if they're going to actually do a sequel with Harrison Ford. Yeah. I would fucking watch it, man. Yeah? I don't give a fuck that he's old. Like yeah.
0: I, he's awesome. I just didn't see Crystal Skull because. Um, when I watched the trailer whenever a few years ago when it came out it just looked like Indiana Jones's pants were too high
1: like an old man. They do kind of look too high. I you agree. know what I
0: mean? Like the around the waist old man style. Yeah,
1: they look pulled up too high. It was there was something about the movie where there was like a weird glossiness to it that felt a little different. Like
0: Indy needs some swagger. But, like, but I don't like that other guy. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: I could have done without him. I don't hate Shia LaBeouf. I just didn't think the character was necessary. Yeah, I
0: don't hate him, but it just looked weird, like the the greaser on the motorbike or whatever. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so I don't know much. Yeah,
1: but they they um but like in Crystal Skull, one of the things I didn't like about it was Harrison Ford was much more subdued. Like, he was, like, a more... Yeah. And I get it. Like, he's older. He's, like, an older character now. Like, But it wasn't the same... But like, it didn't... Indi-isms were gone. My favorite thing about Indiana Jones is That's, how fucking indignant he is. Yeah. You know? How he's always, like, yelling at you. Who was yeah. just saying this to me? Somebody... Oh, Karen Kilgariff, who's one of my best friends in comedy. Yeah. And, uh... I love her so much. And she's so funny and great. But, uh, she, uh... We were talking about it, and she was like, "We weren't talking about Indiana Jones. We were just talking about the idea of somebody." S- she said on her podcast, she has dreams. She's a recurring dream about Ice Cube rescuing her, <laughs> and that's uh She that's said a he's always like, yeah, got the mean face on, yeah, because he's like, you fucking idiot! I don't have time for this shit, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, but she's like, that's what makes it so great. She's like, there's something so. Exciting about a guy Like rescuing you That's like You fucking idiot You did this to yourself yeah, I not yeah. time for this <laughs> you know, That's so funny And I was like That's why Indiana Jones Is so awesome Because He's never like We're here to rescue you He's like Come on Like he's like screaming yeah, yeah. at you the whole time You're right And it's That's why I don't think Chris Pratt is a good choice If they reboot it he's I think Chris gentle. Pratt is great Yeah he's awesome He's but. great But he's t- he's too charming Like Indiana Jones should be like fucking Dennis Quaid would be an awesome Indiana Jones. Dennis yeah. Quaid would be awesome. He's probably too old. They want to go younger. So yeah, they he's can like milk as old as
0: Harrison Ford. I think he's only in his fifties, but he he looks uh, great. Dennis Quaid was in a weird way in the eighties, almost like if you couldn't get Harrison Ford.
1: Yeah, he was kind of like the other Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah, but that but like but, but my like a guy like that would be. Like, there was a... I figured it out, too. I was like... I thought about it one day for a while, and then I said to my friend, like, you know who would be perfect? This dude. And he was like, holy shit, you're right. And now, of course, I can't fucking remember who I said, but... But you need somebody that's like... You know? It's like... Indiana Jones is like your dad. Wow. He's like yelling at you the whole time you're trying to help him. Well,
0: that's what made me think... That's what I instantly thought of when you said your friend Karen wants to be rescued by the angry ice cream being like come on it is like a psychological dad thing in a way like sorry you know yeah, but like, you know like it's like a tough love sort of thing connection
1: Indiana Jones always yeah. reminded me of my dad because it it always felt like working. So how did the
0: one with his dad feel like did you feel like you were watching your dad and your grandpa
1: <laughs> I felt I swear to god dude I'm not joking I I felt a a kinship between the relationship I have with my dad And the way he yells at his dad. Oh, yeah? Like, you know? Yeah. Like, because I I had that dynamic with my dad. Oh, you did, yeah? Where my dad used to be the guy, like, kind of, like, kind of yelling at me. And then when we got a little older, he, you know, he's like, well,
0: I didn't know. And I'm like, I know! You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I'm, like, basically my dad now. Okay, so that was really fun. (laughs) (laughs) But let's get back to Utopian world, because I do like that was really great by the way i love all that shit so and then everybody listening you just got to know a lot about joe and that was really fun good but your perfect utopian world is basically you're like a han solo clooney-esque guy in like single (laughs) blasting starships like in the star wars universe you have a wookiee i have a wookiee i like how you say you have it like it's not like he's your buddy you just have one
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah don't you always kind of feel like it's his dog? Yes, I mean, that's why they did that in Spaceballs, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some weird, like... <laughs> I really hope they explain finally in the new movie, like... Yeah, what's, what's the, the relationship? fuck is their deal? Yeah, like yeah. But Chewie, like... Does Chewie
0: need Han, or are they just best buds, or
1: what is it? The, the books... The stories in the books, which I don't know if this is canon or not, was that Han... When Han, like, defected from the Empire, he... Saved Chewie from a Wookiee prison camp, so Chewie oh. was like, "I'm indebted to you." I know. Forever. I have no
0: idea about that. But then on the so Han, Han was part of the Empire in the books.
1: There was yeah. There's like there's like certain backstories with because Han. people
0: freaked when they said that that's not going to be canon anymore, right? With with the uh, with the new movies, they didn't say no. They didn't. What they said was. They weren't going to follow... <laughs> and we are back to Star Wars, Yeah, yeah No, it's fine. No, it's good. He, 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 They said they the new books... Look, you're visiting in Toronto. I'd rather you enjoy yourself. I'm
1: having a great time. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah. They said the the moon movies weren't going to follow the books. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, okay. But whatever. So anyway, the... Um, <laughs> and you've read them all? Uh, I've barely read any of them, to be oh, okay. honest. The, you... tr- the Timothy Zahn th- trilogy is the one that's supposed to be like the people were like i hope they make the movie out of that yeah but i i never really read the one book i read was called i think it was called like rise of vader and it took place after revenge of the Sith, and it was fucking awesome because it was this whole book about darth vader like fully becoming darth vader yeah and in the beginning of the book like he's miserable and Anakin's like, yeah, like he's like depressed and he's like, what the fuck have I done? And like, and he can't control the suit. Yeah. And they explain like what it's like to live in the suit. And it's, it's horrible. It sounds horrible. But then by the end of it, he's like surging with dark side power yeah. and he like, he like accepts it.
0: So uh, that's really cool because they can't really touch that anymore, anyways, because yeah. they've, they've left it at that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that was a cool book. Anyway. The the word on the street is that Han saved Chewie, and now Chewie has a life debt to Han. But here's the thing: in the Star Wars, like
0: a stray dog,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) But in the Star Wars Christmas special, they go back to Chewie's
0: planet. Yeah, but does that count? That Han goes and visits his family. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. But also in the prequels, even though they're on the planet of the Wookiees, it still looks like they're taking orders from like Yoda and shit. Like they don't seem that. They seem like uh, obedient, like subservient to a degree. In the, Like they in, stand beside Yoda and they're like, yeah, we're fighting with you. But it still looks like Yoda's leading them. You know well, he I mean?
1: is. He's like the general in that battle.
0: Yeah. That's how the Clone Wars worked is like the Jedi would. But so you never see them. You never see a Wookiee being uh, completely ab- assertive itself.
1: No, <laughs> but you don't. But that didn't happen on any planet during the Clone War battles. There was the same thing when they go to. Uh... What was
0: that? Huh? You mean? Oh, what do you mean?
1: That's how the Clone Wars worked. Yeah. Like if you watch the cartoon and stuff, yeah. They, the Jedi goes and basically is like, "Look, we're gonna help you, but you gotta." They go in like consultants almost, where it's like, "We're gonna help you, but you gotta follow
0: our lead." Oh. Because it's people that. So you've need... watched the Clone Wars cartoons too, dude? They're awesome.
1: <laughs> they're awesome. Rebels is awesome. Yeah. Clone Wars is. I'll say this: Clone Wars is great. Yeah. With moments of like sheer awesomeness where you're like holy shit dude there's an episode in the last there's there's a thing called the lost missions or something and it was like the final season that got released after yeah there's an episode where one of the clones starts firing on his own people yeah and they're like what the fuck is wrong with you man and like like he's trying to kill the jedi and they find out you find out that order 66 like his chip went off too early yeah and he dude there's like Awesome, awesome shit. There's, it's on
0: Netflix, right?
1: Yeah, the whole thing is on Netflix. i gonna watch it, D- dude. It's great.
0: Every like third My episode, of town.
1: they'll do something like too childish and dumb with like Jar Jar or something.
0: <clears throat> yeah, but just know, oh, I gotta tell you something awesome. Huh? Uh, apparently, J.J. Abrams, in one of the desert shots. Yeah, I heard this. Oh, you, yeah. You can. Well, people Jar- are listening. You can yeah. see Jar Jar Binks' skeleton. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Yeah. So
1: know that going in, okay, like yeah. in fact, I think the very first episode is is a Yoda one, and it's kind of cheesy.
0: Yeah, but I'm just going to call this uh, episode the Star Wars special with Joe Bereta, yeah. Star Wars Christmas special.
1: <laughs> but watch, just just hang in there and trust me. By like the fifth episode, you're going to be like, "Holy shit, this is fucking awesome!" Yeah, but dude, there's an episode, the finale of the fourth season. They go to they go to uh, the Wookiee planet and they fight with Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> Liam Neeson comes back and does Qui Gon Jinn, and he the, does the voice in the final, like four episodes. The final four yeah. episodes of the series are Yoda traveling and learning how to communicate with the dead Jedi, and he fucking. Finds Wait, Yoda learning how to do that. Yeah, he like learns how to do that. So wow. that's why at the end of, Re- of the Revenge of the Sith, he's like, "I'll teach you how to commune with Qui Gon." Yeah, it's they show him how he learns how to do it. And he so goes. how do
0: you feel about the prequels then?
1: And by I the way, I'm Revenge just gonna say, say one more Sith.
0: thing. We've already established your utopian world is just fucking Star Wars, all right? So that's why we're talking about it. Yeah, so I want to be
1: a Han. I want to be George Clooney <laughs> as Han Solo, except I also have the Force. Yeah, you know, and and that's it
0: it's it's jedi yeah. han solo no one's everyone's single no one's giving you grief about being single you can still listen to hip-hop yeah it's basically what food are you eating in the galaxy what's like what's food? your favorite foods there uh fried chicken <laughs> i love so i'm picturing you taco down kits in the millennium falcon with fucking gangstar bumping you and your Wookiee are eating fried chicken.
1: Yeah, so it would sort of it would sort of be like a Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. Guardians of the Wait, Galaxy. Wait, they are eating
0: fried chicken in the beginning when you introduce them in Spaceballs I think when they're introduced. Well, they're eating something Or like bar fizz Or whatever No but his name is.
1: John, John Candy's making his dinner
0: Yeah And it's like he's mixing all this dog food together Oh okay And he's putting like the biscuits in I remember it being gross
1: One of the many scenes in a movie That's not supposed to make you in any way hungry That makes me hungry <laughs> There's something about it that makes me hungry I Pizza get, the Hut makes me hungry Yeah that makes me hungry <laughs> The scene in The Dark Crystal Where they're all at that like table Eating like the fucking rodents and oh, shit Makes me hungry every time you're, I Okay you're nuts Yeah, (laughs) every time. It's supposed to be disgusting, and every time it makes me hungry.
0: That's really gross. Um, Anyway, okay, um, so cruising. yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to say something else about... uh, Oh, about the prequels. I love
1: Revenge of the Sith Is my third favorite of the six movies. Jeez, that's risky
0: biz. Which one does it... uh, Jedi. I knew it. Because of the Ewoks?
1: It's the Ewoks. It's just like how it all kind of ends. Yeah. I love the battle between... I love the whole struggle. Oh, you don't like how it ends? I like the struggle with yeah. Luke and I love that whole part. The fight is good, though. I, you know? I hate the Ewok battle. I hate yeah, that they like yeah. turn they just make it funny and cute right. and, like I just and that the Ewoks are like taking <laughs> I mean these Chewbacca cheering from the uh AT-AT thing. Yeah, it's just it's just too happy. It's yeah. just too happy. Like it's too it's too cute. Yeah. Even like even the way they have Han outsmarting the Imperials, it's it's like all like goofy shit. But it's like he oh, taps a stormtrooper on the shoulder. And yeah, he's like hey, wait a second, you get back. You know, it's like yeah. it's like ridiculous. It's like these are the same guys. They these guys kicked the fucking shit out of you guys at the beginning yeah. of the last movie. These machines kicked the fucking
0: shit out of the yeah. rebellion where the, the rebellion almost the stakes are gone it's so easy for them yeah
1: it's like it's like bring the like why is the empire not attacking at that level but did you
0: watch jedi in the theater cuz i oh, did yeah. and I was, when like I was five or whatever yeah. age
1: it was the greatest so, thing i ever saw yeah, when i was that's what i'm getting six, at yeah. so
0: when you, your opinion changed over the years yeah yeah, yeah. cuz at the time that was the first one i got to see in the theater and the other two I only knew from VHS. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, my opinion changed over the years. Yeah. I mean, I still love the opening, but Revenge of the Sith is dark too. I love it. Like it's that awesome fight in that lava world or whatever. Fuck man, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude.
1: it's awesome when they build Vader. It's awesome when. But what about when he goes no? When he yells no? Yeah. That doesn't bother me, man. It's such a good. It's such like a, such just like a classic like. It's such a classic movie trope, like the guy yeah. yells
0: no at his worst moment. It's like, there's a million movies where yeah. they do that. It's Also, I the Star Wars uh, movies are littered with the Wilhelm scream, right? Yeah. So it's like, they, they use shit. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like, it,
1: it, people that sit there and go, that movie sucks because Darth Vader yells no at the end. It's like... You're a miserable <laughs> fundamentalist
0: nerd asshole. Well, that scene bothers me. But yeah, I don't but it doesn't ruin the movie. The movie. No, That's I, my point. It's
1: stuff. awesome seeing the frame of the Death Star at the end. Yeah, it's awesome like watching yeah, yeah. Palpatine become the Emperor. It the, the lightsaber fights are great. That the fight between Grievous and Obi Wan is awesome. The yeah. whole opening thing is awesome when they're in space and they have to attack the ship. Oh, you're like, making me want to go watch it again. It's 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 through and through, a better paced and more exciting movie to me than
0: Jedi, Return of the Jedi. So go Star Wars or Empire, Star Wars or Sith. New Hope, then Sith, and then uh, and then I go. Uh, what would your Star Wars movie be called? The one that you're in right now in your utopian world, like if they made a movie of you as this Han Solo guy. <laughs> Come on. You have you know have so much knowledge about it. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know those titles. I I got anxiety
1: once th- before they announced the title of the new movie, thinking about if I was I I had this fantasy where I was in a boardroom with JJ Abrams and we had to come up with the title Fuck. of the new movie, and I had anxiety. I I literally got anxiety because <laughs> I was like, it's the hardest thing you could ever. There's nothing you could think of. that yeah. would immediately go the immediately Force
0: Awakens. Go. That's what they went with, right? Yeah. It's okay. It's fine.
1: <laughs> now I think it sounds cool. I think Phantom yeah. Menace
0: sounds cool now.
1: And I don't love the movie. Yeah. It's probably my yeah. least favorite of all of them, but like but like to me to me Attack of the Clones sounds cool now. Does Attack what of the f-
0: Clones go before Jedi for you? Because of the fights and all that? I honestly... Good fights in that movie.
1: I honestly... I'd put Attack of the Clones and Jedi almost next to each other. Wow. For similar reasons. That's huge. A Jedi will always get the edge because it's the original characters. Yeah. But I'd put them next to each other because it's like, they, th- there are parts that make me cringe that are cheesy. There are parts that I love.
0: Yeah, the switching of the heads. With Wait. the C-3PO and the uh, yeah. droid? Who doesn't love that? No, I, no, I'm I, kidding.
1: I don't <laughs> like that part. I'm just kidding. But, like, I like the whole the whole arena battle is awesome. I love the battle with Dooku. I yeah. love when Yoda comes in. I love the yeah, whole... Yeah, that's amazing. I love that whole opening chase through the city with Obi-Wan and everything. Like... Yeah. There's, there's really, really awesome moments. I hate all the bullshit love story That's stuff. the
0: weakest part, is actually, I just... Uh, Hayden Christian's actually... Christensen's from here. So no offense to a local guy, but man. I don't know. It's not his fault. You know think it's Lucas?
1: It just didn't it just didn't it didn't fit. Yeah. That's all. I, I, I'm a big Hayden Christensen fan, man. I think oh, yeah? one of my favorite movies is Vanishing on Seventh Street, and I loved him in Broken Glass, I know that. too. I don't know those. Um they're both great movies. I'm yeah. a big fan of that guy. It's not his fault. It's like it's like a hard thing to pull off it's like it just didn't fit yeah. it wasn't like a good star wars thing and i love lucas dude i have a six minute bit where i defend him to my i defend that guy to my death
0: really i love lucas Patton um, oswald's got that bit on his one of his albums I where know. he just destroys him oh me and Patton have yelled at each other have about you star wars <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah does it ever end uh all right amicably or Oh yeah no it's it's always in good fun but yeah, like, yeah.
1: but you know I'm always just like oh, come on dude like what the f-? Yeah
0: you know but he's always like <laughs> but that's his thing he goes to extremes um but uh I like that you're defending it and you're getting me psyched to watch rewatch Revenge of the Sith
1: Yeah I so I put Jedi and, and uh, clones almost on par It's dude the Obi-Wan Jango Fett fight Is fucking awesome Yeah and clones I like the revel- the reveal That like the clones Are the stormtroopers What about the
0: water planet With those weird Slippery alien people Yeah
1: I think that's cool
0: I like it Okay
1: So <laughs> So anyway um yeah. And then Phantom Menace Is my least favorite Just because I just I don't know it's more of a kids movie, but I think yeah, as the far fact as that, that they scaled goes, back
0: Jar Jar in the other two movies is actually really nice of George Lucas.
1: Yeah, I, that's my point with Lucas. Is like yeah. I think he was listening to the fans,
0: and I think, and he was a little out of a t- touch for a sec. But so what, man? The guy's a fucking multi-billionaire. Yeah, th- living on a ranch. You know? I think
1: he's an awesome guy. I think he revolutionized cinema. Mm-hmm. I think he's responsible for hands down. The top, like the majority of the top 10 of greatest movie characters of all time, I think his philanthropy is fucking amazing. You know, dude, he, it's, it, we have THX because of him, we have Industrial Light and Magic because of him. Yeah. Like, none of this CGI shit would be happening to, in the way that it is without him. You know, yeah. sound in a movie theater wouldn't be what it is without him. Like that guy is the fucking man. <laughs> and yeah, he was a little rusty, but he also I got what he was trying to do. And I kept saying when people were shitting on Phantom Menace, was that, I was like, "Guys, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The third movie is going to be so fucking dark." And he bubbled this one up because he's trying to he's trying to like front-load this right. one with the with the positive shit because the the last one's going to be nasty. Yeah, because think about what do
0: kids take out of watching that third one, right? Nothing. Like...
1: They got to watch, like, their favorite character turn into a bad guy. Yeah. And whatever. So it's and like, the
0: kids get split up and the mom dies of a broken heart or whatever. Like... Yeah.
1: So it's <laughs> like, he didn't yeah. land it perfectly... But I my my opinion on the tri- prequel trilogy is is I, there are parts in Phantom Menace that I like, but my my overall take on it is halfway through uh, Attack of the Clones it turns once once Obi wan fights Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones like from that moment on mm-hmm. it's awesome yeah like and it's like it and it doesn't let up so it's like okay it took him a movie and a half to figure it out and then he figured it out I'm happy with Have it Have you
0: defended these movies on a podcast before?
1: Oh, I did. I have a bit about it on stage. Damn, I, I was hoping I had podcasts. an exclusive here. Um, actually,
0: I don't know <laughs> if I've ever done it on a podcast. Yeah. There you go. You know? Okay, let's get back. Let's wrap it up. But let's. Uh, I, I kind of like that you're. You got a Wookiee. You're basically Han Solo, let's just say it.
1: Jedi Han Solo. With
0: George Clooney esque attributes. The fucking fa- the face. Well, you take or? Clooney out of it. Yeah, Con-
1: Harrison Ford is the original. Clooney. You just like you just like
0: <laughs> yeah. You're right. So I'm. Um, he was a bachelor. Yeah. So I'm. I'm yeah. He never made a commitment I'm to Jedi Leia. I'm Solo. He never made a commitment to Leia. Yeah. What are they gonna do with her in the movie, man? Her face changed so much. Uh,
1: I saw her at Star Wars celebration. She looked. She looked good.
0: Oh really? Yeah. She looked did. Good. She look like Carrie Fisher? Yeah. Cool. She, I
1: mean, dude, they're like she's like sixty.
0: I know. So
1: you know. She looks like sixty year old Carrie Fisher.
0: Yeah, okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, but she looked good. I don't think I I don't know if I've seen a picture. I just see people online saying dumb shit. They you know all I mean? lost a shitload of weight. Yeah. She
1: sounds different. That was the weird thing to yeah. me. Yeah. She sounds different. But I think that's just like an age. They all sound a little different. Actually, Mark Hamill's the only one that sounds exactly the same. Like yeah. that voiceover in the new trailer it's is amazing. It's a hybrid of the Jedi voiceover. I heard that. Of the dialogue from Jada. And then yeah, he yeah. recorded some new lines for it. And it's like, I can't tell the difference. He sounds exactly the same.
0: Well, I think I could tell there's a little bit of a sadder rasp to it. An older rasp. Just slightly. Right. And that's fine.
1: But he's also an incredible voice actor. So he probably knows like, oh, yeah. I, I should bring my voice up a little bit.
0: That's what I was thinking. You yeah, know? yeah. Okay. So in this situ- in this scenario, Millennium Falcon, you guys are just cruising, listening to hip hop. Joey, badass, whatever. Eating fried chicken, laughing, talking about chicks that you like. <laughs> uh, is the setup of the galaxy still the same? Like, is there an yeah. empire that you have to fight, and there's a rebellion that you're a part it's of? It's Totally Star Wars. It's totally. So you're just your utopian world is you and Star Wars. Yeah, I'm kicking in we're, real life. I'm like we're killing it though. We're kicking
1: ass. We're we're having we're having
0: crazy adventures. So to summarize, in real life, planet Earth, you liked this one era of Williamsburg. But if you could have anything, you'd just be fucking Han Solo.
1: Yeah, Williamsburg was like <laughs> the other parts of Williamsburg. I like, by the way, dive bars, yeah. awesome, amazing restaurants, awesome. Yeah, super hot girls everywhere, <laughs> but and like the best hot, like Lisa Loeb, hot. You know, yeah. like 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 cute hot. Yeah, like and then um and then um great shows. I did a lot of yeah, shows. great comedy shows, and then uh. And awesome coffee shops. Pizza. Yeah. it was So basically, if I could have, if there was like a spaceport on Tatooine that was Williamsburg, Brooklyn, yeah. in the era that I lived there. There we go. Yeah. It's Star Wars. I go back there. <laughs> I have my run of that shit. And then I'm like, see, dudes, I got to go kick some ass. And a lot of Chewbacca hugging. I've always wanted to be <laughs> hugged by Chewbacca.
0: Yeah. That'd be weird if you hugged him and you could feel his dong. I don't think he has a dong. We don't know, eh? I hope he doesn't, man. I don't want him to have a dong. (laughs) Chewbacca, if you're listening to this, Chewbacca does not have a dong. We just said it. J.J. if you're listening to this. this. That should be the title. Chewbacca does not have a dong. (laughs) Or I'm going to Clooney this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, One more thing I wanted to say. Imagine there was like a bar in Williamsburg, total Williamsburg, but just one bar was like the bar from Star Wars with all those creatures in it.
1: That just got me really excited. (laughs) That would be fucking awesome. Yeah,
0: you just fucking get drunk with those, like, bum-faced guys, and then you go and get pizza after.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd love it if the Williamsburg was po- also populated by, like, people, aliens from Star Wars. So the
0: whole Williamsburg is full of these Star Wars people, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but then there's also, like, the hot Lisa Loeb girls.
0: Yeah. And the cool dudes I like to drink with. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then there's also, like, Star Wars people there, too. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and I want to get into a bar fight. And I tell yeah. a guy to back off of me, and he's like, w- what are you going to do about it? And I, and I have the Force, and, I, and I, I choke him and lift him up into the air, and so then I drop him, and then he's like, okay, I'm sorry.
0: You're like Han Solo with the Force.
1: Well, I've said that about six times now. <laughs> Good to see you're doing your hosting duties.
0: <laughs> really staying on I'm top just, of the. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm Jedi Han Solo that's utopia
0: yeah i know for a sec i was sweating i was like oh my god he thinks i'm a bad host because i can't remember he said he wanted the force no please <laughs> come on man that's the kind of interview it is though that's it's yeah. just making me laugh anyways i love it um good that was a lot of fun Thanks for a- anything else you want to promote because you're here in toronto now i think i am going to try and rush this out before tomorrow's show i'm hosting for you by the way uh tonight um sunday uh, uh no uh, you know what you should give me a copy of this
1: yeah and I'll release it on my podcast as a crossover app. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. I do that all the time. Yeah. I do other people's podcasts. And I'm like, just let, I'll just release it on mine. It's you know. It's uh, still a when great would you release it by? Uh, Monday.
0: Okay. Because I was thinking of putting mine out tomorrow if I could. It's fine. Just to promote your set. You put Sunday yours out show. whenever.
1: Me and Kurt Bronner do it with the podcast. Okay. Because
0: usually I put it out on Tuesday. I don't care. I'm going to put mine out on Monday. Okay. Then I'm putting this out Tuesday. Uh, I'll give you this though.
1: Yeah, but but yeah. Uh, to plug you, Yeah, Down with Joe DeRosa yeah. Which you're already listening to If you just heard this <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, and then also uh, What do I have coming up? Guys, fans of the podcast Well, you're working on the new hour You're touring it around New hour touring Oh, I'm going to be in Houston this weekend This Thursday, Fr- Thursday, Friday and Sunday I'll be in Houston at the improv doing shows Yeah, Come out to that um, Be at a bunch of festivals this summer uh just for laughs, Montreal, uh, Outside Lands and San Fran. Um oh there's another one, guys, in June that I can can't remember the name of it right now. It's a new festival, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um and uh get out there and give me those one star ratings. I keep telling everybody I, I want to be the lowest rated comedian on the internet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they're still not all down to one star. One if star you're listening ratings. to mine, please uh five ratings, five star ratings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh i Sweet. guess that's it yeah all right thanks so much uh did you have fun yes did you <laughs> yes i had a lot of fun good thanks for coming on thanks brother and i'll see you tonight all right that was joe de rosa joe thanks so much again for coming on guys you see what i'm saying man the thing was mostly star wars but it's awesome it was a lot of fun and i love star wars too so i had a blast and i think joe's gonna put this podcast on his podcast too so, more people can listen to it there if you like listening to Joe's podcast more than mine. But everything he was promoting at the end of the show, go check that out. He's got albums out. Watch him uh, on TV, Opie and Anthony. I don't know. The guy's everywhere. It was a blast. And follow him on Twitter at Joe DeRosa Comedy on Twitter. And that's it. That's episode 36. It was fun. Uh, you can follow us at Utopia to Me on Twitter, or me, at ChrisLockFun. And you know the drill. I'm always begging you guys to vote for us uh, or rate us on iTunes, leave comments, get this thing going, man. Like The downloads are doing great. We, uh, thanks so much. I have tons of listeners now. It's awesome. But keep promoting it. I love it. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And I'm going to sign off like that. And that's my day because the birds are chirping and I feel like it's picking up on the mic. Can you hear it? Could you hear that? Those are the birds. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, guys.